Welcome to the Strategic Families Podcast, where we challenge families to be rooted in God's Word, energized with gospel-centered purpose, and activated on mission for His kingdom. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Strategic Families Podcast. Today's episode is the second installment on our series of ideas to infuse the holidays with meaning and purpose, and this is a fun one. We have back on the podcast my sister-in-law, Amy Frank, who is just so intentional with her family in so many ways, and today we're going to focus in on an epic holiday called St. Nicholas Day, which is just around the corner on December 6th. If you've never heard of St. Nicholas Day, take a listen. This could be a new tradition for your family, and it's just a great way to bless others around you. Okay, enjoy. Well, today I'm excited to welcome back to the show my sister-in-law, Amy Frank. Amy, welcome back to the podcast. Great to be here again, Graham. We've all become big fans of this podcast. (laughs) Excellent. Well, today is an exciting episode because we're going to talk about something that I know you're passionate about, something that our family has been involved in because of you guys, and that is St. Nicholas Day. Now, I imagine some of our listeners, but probably most, have not heard about St. Nicholas Day. Amy, you are our model for St. Nicholas Day. We started celebrating it a few years ago. Let's just do some basics here. What is St. Nicholas Day and where did you guys hear about celebrating? Is this a Frank family original or or where did this come from? (laughs) Well, St. Nicholas Day itself, of course, did not originate with us. We heard about it a long time ago. People have been celebrating it, obviously, for hundreds of years. But we heard, I guess when my kids were young, We were at an Episcopal slash Anglican church, and they started talking about all kinds of different holidays that we had never heard of before, different saints days and things. And we have not adopted many of those days, but St. Nicholas Day really stuck with us, I think partly because some of the intentions um, that we added to it and some twists that we um, did to make it more meaningful. And now I would say it's probably our kids' favorite holiday, maybe second to Christmas, um, I did ask our son that graduated from high school um, a couple of years ago when, when he went away to college, I said, now, what, which of our family traditions or holidays were your, were your favorites as a kid? And this was the one that he brought up. So wow, quite meaningful to us. That is awesome. Okay. So let's do a few basics. When is it? When should we celebrate St. Nicholas Day? Okay. It's December 6th. And yeah, that is when, I believe when St. Nicholas, the actual person died. I think that's the day they think he died. And he lived back in the 300s, so a very long time ago, in what is now modern day Turkey, but back then was part of the Greek civilization. And so he was a real person that uh, we can celebrate. Um, And his character, from what we know, uh, he when he was pretty young, his parents died and left him a pretty sizable inheritance. And he took seriously Jesus's commands to give away his possessions and to share with the poor. So there's lots of legends now about how he would go around and anonymously um, give to people who were in need. Um, One story says that, you know, he dropped gold coins in this girl's shoes who happened, which happened to be sitting outside of her house or something. And, you know, he somehow got these gold coins in there uh, so that she could have a dowry to get married. Um, so that's where the idea of stockings and putting out your shoes or your, or your stockings, depending on your country, um, came from. Um, but he also, besides that, he has kind of an interesting character in church history. 
he was imprisoned at one point under the emperor Diocletian. So he was kind of persecuted for his faith. And afterwards, he attended the important council of Nicaea. And he was debating, he was a bishop, and he was debating with a bunch of other bishops and church leaders of different doctrines of the Christian faith. And one of the guys he felt like was a heretic and uh, teaching heresy. I think his name was Athanasius. And uh, Nicholas apparently went over and punched him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I actually heard that recently. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, so interesting guy and and fun to kind of have a character to emulate. That's so funny. Okay, so let's talk about how we celebrate St. Nicholas Day because I don't think it involves punching anybody in the face. Is that right? <laughs> we leave that part out. Yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. It's so funny when, as you were talking, I was, I could not help but think of the VeggieTales St. Nicholas story, which is so, so good. I would highly recommend anybody go out and, and watch that. We love watching that. <laughs> and it goes into a little bit of that history that you shared. Well, that is, that is so cool. What I love about this, one of the things I love about this is that I mean, this is the real Santa Claus, right? I mean, this is like mm-hmm. where, you know, sort of how it all originated. But really, when we celebrate this day, we're really honoring, well, honoring the Lord, of course, but also honoring Nicholas, who is a really cool historical figure. So let's get into some of the details about St. Nicholas Day. So how do you guys celebrate it? And is it just your family? Do you involve other families? What does that look like? Yeah, so there are basically three things that we do every year for St. Nicholas Day. The first thing is in our family, we do put the kids' stockings out that night. So instead of doing it on Christmas Eve, we do it on either the 5th or the 6th, depending on the day of the week. Usually we kind of map it out ahead of time. But anyway, that's when the kids get their stockings. So that's the first thing that we do. Uh, The second thing is we have a dinner or kind of a party with some friends, we invite people over and we have a kind of a special dinner. I try to make something with a Middle Eastern flair just because Nicholas was from that part of the world. But we also have plenty of American uh, Christmassy type foods and desserts. And depending on how old the kids are, we'll do a Santa craft or activity or game. And then afterwards, we'll gather all the kids together and talk about who St. Nicholas was. And we use picture books from the library if they're small, or we just about his life as the kids have gotten older. Then we talk about how we can specifically emulate him on this night, which leads to our third big thing that we do. And this is uh, where we've added our own little twist to this holiday. So we've come up with this thing called candy caning. And we tell our guests ahead of time that we're going to do this. And we ask them if they want to participate, they can. So we all get a whole bunch of boxes of candy canes, hundreds of candy canes, and we bring them to that uh, dinner. And we also purchase ahead of time some gift cards. And we collectively think of some families in our community who could be our uh, quote unquote targets for that night. So we try to think of families that maybe have a financial need or have had a hard year for some reason. So we try to come up with a list of, you know, three, four, five different families that we're going to candy cane that night. So then when the night comes, we tell all the kids what we're going to do. And we tell them we're going to do it really secretly under the cover of night. And they have to be really quiet and stealthy. Uh, So we get in our cars and we drive over to the neighborhood and we park down the street, out, you know, not near the house that we're going to be candy caning. We give all the kids bags of candy canes and we say, okay, go and go run into the yard, their front yard and hang these candy canes anywhere you can 
as fast as you can. So on the trees, on the bushes, uh, on the porch railings, on their cars, stick them in the grass, wherever you can put them. And when you have a bunch of kids doing this, it goes quite fast. So they all run out and they put them all up. And when all the candy canes are out, we let one or two kids have the special honor of take, taking the envelope that we have, which has the gift cards in it. And we've written a little poem slash note that's anonymous, but that talks about that this is St. Nicholas Day and this is why we're doing it. And we have them tape that to the door and then they ring the doorbell and those last two kids run like crazy back to the cars so we don't get caught. And the kids love that because they feel like they're being really sneaky and they're maybe doing something <laughs> dangerous and maybe illegal. <laughs> it's not, they're just blessing people, but they get you know the big adrenaline rush. So they love that. So we go from family to family doing that that night. That is so cool. Yeah, I have to say that's our kids' favorite part of it too is, <laughs> is kind of sneaking around the corner. And then I remember one year we were looking in and we saw somebody on a couch and that made it even crazier. <laughs> like, are they going to see us? And, you know, exactly. Yeah, it, it's so good to hear you say that you hang the candy canes on bushes and stuff. We always try to push them into the ground. And I'm just here to tell people that most of the time a candy cane will not push into the ground unless it just rained or something like that. They end up snapping and we're in somebody's front yard just like breaking candy canes. No, but what a cool, what a cool tradition. I didn't realize that you guys had made that up. That is awesome. And that has been such a blessing for us. And, and yeah, we've, you know, we've involved um, other families and it's just so cool to have, uh, you know, sort of a regular way each year to say, all right, there's somebody who needs encouragement. There's someone who needs blessing. So can you talk about that a little bit, like why and how that's been so meaningful to your family? And I know you you don't follow up with the family, but what does it mean to be involved like that as a family to, to bless others in that way? Yeah, I think it's just good for kids to actively do something. You know, every Christmas we try to do the world vision catalog or, you know, send a, send money for a cow to somebody in another country or something like that, which I think is all, that's all really great. But kids also like to, to be part of something and not just know about it, but to do something. So I think, I think they just like having the front row see in the, in the activity behind it. But I think what's also been meaningful to us and, and helpful about this particular day is it helps our family separate Santa Claus from Jesus. And so when the kids were little, you know, parents always have that issue to decide what, how much we're going to say about Santa. What are we going to say about Santa? You know, how, how far do we take all of that? And for us, this was a good solution where we could say, we're not going to be Grinches about the whole thing and say, there is no Santa and we're not doing it. <laughs> so we do have a Santa day where we do the stockings and we talk about, ah, ha, ha, St. Nicholas is putting things in your stockings, you know, but it separates it from Jesus's birthday. So on December 7th, all of our Santa Claus stuff gets packed back up again. We don't have to deal with Santa anymore. Now we can just focus <laughs> for the rest of Advent on Jesus and keep those stories separate so that in a, you know, in a little kid's mind, I probably overthink these things, but I worried when my kids were small. I don't want them to think that if Santa is imaginary, then Jesus is imaginary, you know? So anyway, that's how we, that's why I especially kind of latched onto this day as helpful. Amy, that is pure gold. I was actually going to, I was going to ask you about, you know, we all get this kind of Christmas spirit thing and we get the stockings on Christmas morning and all that. And I was going to ask about, you know, doing the stockings early. Does that kind of take away from Christmas day? But you've, you've already answered that, that you are separating 
St. Nicholas Day from Christmas. I had never thought of it that way. That is just genius. Pure genius. I love it. Well, well, and I'd heard somebody say at one point, you know, Christians of all people should be the greatest celebrators. We have the most to celebrate of anybody. Mm, and so we don't want to de- take away from Christmas and say, oh, no, no, we're not doing Santa. We're not doing stockings. But rather add to it and say, yes, we can celebrate this and this. And look, kids, now you have two days. And in fact, we do something for Epiphany as well. So there's really three days where they're getting gifts throughout the season. And it spreads it out, which makes it easier for me and for them, I think, but it also just adds to the celebration. Like we, we have all these things to celebrate. Yes. So true. I love that. I love that you guys are separating St. Nicholas day and Christmas and, and doing it in that way allows you to focus more on Christ during Christmas, which is always yeah. a good thing. So that's yeah. wonderful. Okay. So let's say somebody's listening to this and they're like, St. Nicholas day. Wow, man, I've never heard of this. Yeah. How do they get started? What, what would be some recommendations or how-tos that you would offer? Well, one thing I've kind of realized is that kids love traditions, even if they're small or silly or weird or whatever, they, they just love consistency from year to year. And I think they've build their family identity even around that. So I've heard of lots of different family traditions that people have that are just kind of funny, but kids love it. They love to know that every year on this particular day, we get to have you know, pancakes for breakfast, whatever it is, they love that. So rather than trying to do something huge and elaborate one year, I think it's better to do the same thing every year. So pick something that's very manageable and simple, whatever you think you can handle and you'll want to do. And you know, every, every family has a different schedule throughout the year and sports and all that stuff. So you, you know how busy you're going to be usually around that time of year. And you want to kind of tailor it to what you can, what you can do, whatever it is, if you can just do it from year to year, I think that's the most. As far as celebrating St. Nicholas Day, there are lots and lots of resources online that people can find. One particular site that I go back to a lot is stnicholascenter.org, just because it has a good collection of recipes and stories about St. Nicholas and things like that. Excellent. That's a great resource for families. You know, one of the things that I love about St. Nicholas Day is, you know, on the podcast, we're talking all the time about how families can, you know, the love and the fellowship that we have because of Christ, we want that to pour out of our homes into those around us in our communities. And this is just such a fantastic way for that to happen. You know, we think about what Christ has done for us. We're celebrating Christmas. We want to, you know, as you said, emulate um, St. Nicholas and this is just a simple, but such a powerful way to bless others and to, to, to be a blessing and uh, to just allow the blessing that God has given us to overflow. So I love that you guys are doing that and you've, you've been such an encouragement to our family. And hopefully some families that listen to this will say, Hey, this is a great way, as you mentioned, for us to include our kids and to, uh, and to bless someone else. So that's just so cool. Thank you for sharing this and thank you for being a model for our family. So last question, I wanted to dive in a little bit to Advent because uh, when we've touched on it and, you know, last week we had Arnold Itriai, the author of uh, Advent books for families. We had him on to talk about those great resources, but I know Advent is a passion of yours too. So I wonder if you could just help families celebrate Advent. Why do you think it's so important? And how would you recommend we as families celebrate Advent and draw attention to it to our kids? 
Yeah, I think what's so wonderful about having a season like Advent is that you can do something different that you can just take it in, in a bite-sized piece. You don't have to commit to a whole new habit for your whole family for the rest of your life. Like we're going to read a book together every single night forever and ever again. Like that, <laughs> that sounds really overwhelming. But thinking I'm only going to do that for Advent, that that seems manageable to me. And I, we love those Jotham's Journeys books, the whole series. And I'm so glad you have interviewed him. That's one of the things that has been really special for our family is just a simple thing like that, sitting down and reading a book together each night, as many nights as we could. That's really helpful. And I think just keeping simple things like that, um, not overwhelming ourselves. I, I mentioned we did pick to do St. Nicholas Day, but there's lots of other saint holidays that you can do during Advent that we chose not to do. Just That's so overwhelming. It just gets to be too much. So just picking a couple traditions, a couple things, that you want to do from year to year. I think that's the most, I don't I think that's ideal where you, you don't get worn out, but it is nice to do something separate and different just for a season. Yeah, that's excellent. Well, for our family, we're just going to do what you guys do because we, <laughs> <laughs> we admire you guys so much. So anyway, well, Amy, this has been a joy and uh, thank you so much for encouraging us in this way. And hopefully you know, someone out there can take this and run with it and do something really cool that honors the Lord and, and blesses yes. others. So yes. thank you so much. Well, my pleasure, Graham. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Amy. What a cool idea, right? St. Nicholas Day is really just such an awesome way to be intentional and strategic as a family. And I hope that one or two of Amy's ideas has encouraged you and prompted you to do something similar for a family near you who needs encouragement. If you do that, please drop us a line because we'd love to hear about it and share it on the podcast. And don't worry, we won't mention you by name because this isn't about us. This is about God's love flowing out into our community and blessing others. Check us out on strategicfamilies.com. As always, we'd love to hear from you and learn from you on how you're striving to build a strategic family that honors the Lord and advances His kingdom. Okay, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.